L-A-S. Hey, welcome to What Do You Want to Talk About? Where when I bring a topic to the table, Lindsay doesn't know what it's going to be. Yeah, and when I bring a topic to the table, Jason doesn't know what it's going to be. And hilarity ensues. Or massive confusion. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. What do you want to talk about with Lindsay Prince and Jason Alberti is brought to you by... Hey, I'm Logan. Hey, I'm Logan. You're supposed to say that you're Tim. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. (laughs) We're the hosts of a brand new podcast called From One Dad to Another. Each week we tackle a new topic, interview local professionals, and attempt to decode modern parenthood one dad joke at a time. So make sure to join us every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From One Dad to Another is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on our independent podcast network, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. And if you want to support the show and get some bonus content, behind-the-scenes looks, and even get the show ad-free, you can become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash LASPodcastNetwork. And if you don't, I won't be mad, but I will be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, and one last thing. You're doing great, and I'm proud of you. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post! I'm Lindsay Prince. I'm Jason Alberti. I'm a single mom. And I am a stay-at-home dad. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? All righty. All righty. Today, I am so excited because I want to talk about something new. I want to talk about having a guest. That's right. We have a guest today. We have a guest today. Today, we are starting the History Center Presents LAS History Week, which means that all of the podcasts coming out of LAS for this week are going to involve the History Center Mm -hmm. because we're talking about a bunch of stuff they've got coming up. And today, I am very, very excited that we have uh, we have a dude that both of us have worked with. Yep. Um who uh, knows bizarrely a lot about the county because of his job, I guess. Does he, though? Well, I don't know. I think maybe (laughs) so. Maybe so. Uh, We are welcoming Jason Wright, who who calls himself the executive director of, apparently, the real name is the Lynn County Historical Society, the Lynn County Historical Society, Mm -hmm. but it's so cool we just refer to it as the History Center. Capital T. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome, Jason. It is my pleasure. Um, I'm very scared of you two. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's good because we're a little scared of you. Yes. Um, bow ties had, scare me. I've had horrific incidences <laughs> with bow ties, both people who have been wearing bow ties and my own. Oh, well, the good news is that it's my, it's my, it's my, my brand because it's everybody super. thinks of me as that bald beard 
bow-tied bastard from right. the history center oh. that's asking me for money. Absolutely. Besides that last B, I'm, I'll, I'll, it's a look. Oh, it's just a, wait till the end of the vibe. 30 minutes. Oh! You, you, you and I have had this, have the, had this little thing periodically because we're both named Jason. Yes. Um, and we're both bald. Yes. Mm. And we both have facial hair. And your wife keeps getting us mixed up. I don't she understand does. that. Oh. I wouldn't say it's mixed up. <laughs> I would say, I would say it's because you are, you were like the original, <laughs> and I am sort of the diseased doppelganger. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm like you. If you were dead in a swamp for a couple of weeks <laughs> and came back to life. So, You're the zombie, Jason. I am the zombie, Jason. Oh, ZJ, my. that's almost Czech if you look at it. Oh, yeah, very nice. Go. So, hey, what do you want to talk about? Well, I talked to uh, Alex Schulte, the exalted producer of this oh, show. he's producing mm-hmm. it today. And um, he suggested something as I was telling him about um, uh, bankruptcy and addiction, that those oh, are good words. They are great words. And I'd like to like to call them more the art of the turnaround. Oh, Ooh. I don't know what that means. What that means. I have worked in the nonprofit world my whole life. Mm-hmm. And as you know, nonprofits in general run on the edge. Yeah. And some do pretty well, and some don't do so well. And I keep ending up in the ones that aren't always doing so well. Sure. Mm. For example, um, my first legitimate job was with the Omaha Symphony. And mm. I was bright enough to take on the general managership of that when they were not only bankrupt, uh, they were on strike. Oh, my goodness. Oh. My next job, I went over to uh, the uh, Amarillo Symphony. Uh, left my, my roots here in, in the Midwest. So you, you were interested in cattle then, is that correct? I was in, well, interested in what? Cattle from yeah, Omaha yeah, yes, yes. to Amarillo. And actually, I should, I should back up with, 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 um, with the Omaha Symphony when I left. Uh, we were not on strike. This was after seven years. Uh, but we had completely gotten out of our bankruptcy. We actually had about $300,000 of working capital in the bank. That's great. I would say you're, you're following the hiking creed. You, you, you leave things better than you entered. I am a boy scout. Absolutely. Amarillo Symphony, same thing. They were having financial troubles. I went there and by the time I left, they were very stable. Nice. Uh, came here to Cedar Rapids, and back then they called it the Cedar Rapids Symphony. Yeah. Uh, we now know it as Orchestra Iowa, or the acronym is OI. 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 By the way, I, I, I have to compliment, I'm trying to remember, oh, Rob Klein is actually the one they came up with, with, that, with that acronym. I like it very Aww. much. You've got to have him on your show. He is the funniest. Love person. Rob yep. Klein. Yep, yep. He's very much. Oh. Anyway, um, came here, and my first day, the interim said, uh, you have three weeks to make payroll or we go under. Wow. When I left there, um, we had full houses of, of ticket buyers, uh, had taken away all their debt. Yeah. Um, we had another $240,000 in the bank of working capital. And um, at one point in my career, I was talking to, and this is where the, the have you already heard about the bankruptcy? Because all these were kind yeah. of on yeah. the edge of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the addiction comes about. Um, my, uh, I was taught, I had a wonderful coach, uh, when I first got into my nonprofit career and, uh, 
I lost track of him, which is what you should do with someone that's giving you great advice is, you know, just kind of. Yeah, you should just absolutely not pay attention to. And and I didn't. I didn't at all. And I reconnected with him um, almost accidentally through LinkedIn. And uh, he asked me what's going on. I told him a little about Omaha. I told him a little about the the Cedar Rapids Symphony. And and I was at that point kind of in 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 a funk. And he said, Jason, know what your problem is? And I said, what? He said, you're an addict. Mm. He said, you're addicted to challenge. Yeah. He said, you need to go do your next crazy thing. And that's how I got to the History Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, as you remember, were the poster child of how not to do business. Sure. Um, in 2006, things weren't so great. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, in 2008, things weren't so great. Yeah. And the city had to bail out twice. Well, they received some good money at that point, And somewhere around 2014, they had burned through all that money. Oh, wow. They were running through some pretty significant deficits. How, how were they doing that, do you think? It was, they devalued what they did. And a lot of museums did this. In the, in the aughts, it was thought that if you make admission free, people would show up. Mm. They didn't. Right. No. If you make admission to the programs free, people will show up and give donations. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They devalued what they did. Right. And pretty soon they were working off their working capital as operating capital and not mm-hmm. paying it back. Yeah, that's tough. So many did. And then there's always the, the question of how do you get back to having people pay for admission when they hadn't before? Right. And what are your members doing? Why are you a member of the, or- of the organization when it doesn't get you in for free or give you discounts? Yeah. So, so the uh, board of directors, and I got to tell you, the, the board of directors of the History Center was brilliant. They acknowledged that they had gone down two times. This community would not let them go, would not save them on the third time. Mm-hmm. And they realized they had to change one thing. That was everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I got to tell you, I was, sit- I was not a part of this organization when I read in the paper that they had purchased the old Turner Mortuary. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this, that I mean, that thing had right, had been had been just sitting there since the since the um, Lingies who mm-hmm. yes. who owned it. Yeah, um, it they had stopped operating it since two thousand eight. Sure, and I thought they're nuts. So I um I had just started my own my own firm, and I went to go talk to these crazy people because my coach had said, "Go do something crazy. Go mm-hmm. take on something that's going to be impossible." Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, this brilliant board knew they had to change everything, so they sold the old First Avenue building, which yeah. was interesting, but it wasn't serving them well, mm-hmm. wasn't drawing people. And then they um, um, bought this, this, this house. Well, the good news is that there was a little bit of cash then because they were able to sell the, the First Avenue building. For mm-hmm. sure. So they had a little startup, startup capital. And they thought they would use that startup capital to maybe, you know, replace the carpeting maybe put a little, <laughs> yeah. and then cram everything that oh, was yeah. on First Avenue into the old building. I said, what's that going to do? Yeah. I said, you have, you, you have a dream, but your dream isn't big enough for everybody to get in. Mm-hmm. You need to make it so big that the entire community can get back, back in. And they said, what do you have in mind? I said, uh, give me 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> I'll get back to you. Yeah. I went back and did a little, did a little uh, pencil to paper and realized they could use this money that they had as this, the startup of the capital campaign. And uh, I told this board that they had to believe in this project, and that was going to be bringing this building back to its nine, 1898 glory mm-hmm. and do it in such a way that we're going to actually have an extra million dollars in the bank as, as uh, an endowment to help pay for this building. They said, how does this work? 
And I said, everybody has to pull in the same direction. Mm. And we started a strategic plan, and this board bought into it 100%. Every board member not only gave, but they raised money. And in 13 months, we raised, we had a goal of $3.9 million. We raised $4.1 million. Wow. We were able to pay cash. We no longer had debt. So we had a brand new 1898 building that looked exactly, we did forensic studies of the walls. Yeah. You walk in and it looks like you would have 120 years you ago. You guys fixed that place up? And walked out with a million dollars. Oh yeah. my gosh. It, you know, I think that was, I, I, I don't know if That's it was incredible. serendipity or what, but uh, when I think of, of historical Cedar Rapids, there are th- Three buildings I think of, and it's it's Bruce Moore, mm-hmm. it's Turner Alley, absolutely, and and it's 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 the that funeral home that that Turner funeral home. Those are the three buildings that I think of from a historical perspective. And when they were, um, I, you know, I remember driving down First Avenue and seeing that really kind of funky yeah. building. <laughs> That the uh, looks the, like Jetsons was melting into Berlin of 1945. Right, I I like it. Um, I liked that sort of funky architectural destruction mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. of it. I just didn't know how that linked in with a, a, a historical society, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think being in, 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 in the Turner Mortuary, I think that's genius. It we, is. Uh, when, um, when the flood hit, yes. mm-hmm. uh, TCR was in there. Mm-hmm. God bless the Lingies, allowing them to Absolutely. be in there for free. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They are the most generous family in, yeah. this, in this community. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, and I remember um, uh, rehearsing in there for mm-hmm. the producers. I actually have a and video of you doing that. Oh, oh, oh awesome. <laughs> God, I hope it was learning a dance. It um, was. It was exactly learning a dance. Sweet. I will Super happy come, come with and look you at, We afterwards. actually have it. We broadcast it at every time we're open, actually. It's in our, oh. uh, it's in what the building was used for. Sweet video. Yeah, that's good. That's fun. Well, I remember being in that building and, yeah. and, and just thinking, God, this thing, if it, so cool. if it were cleaned up, it would be gorgeous. Yes, and absolutely. It is. It is. It is, a, it is a drop. People walk in there and, and the building itself, we are never going to be Bruce Moore. You mentioned Bruce Moore. Sure. Um, David Jansen and his yeah. team yeah. are my heroes. What yeah. they're going through right now. Oh. Absolutely. Unbelievable. It's, and they are doing it with, with, with grace and aplomb mm-hmm. and yeah. the community is being so supportive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could never be Bruce Moore. We could never be a house museum like them. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though that we were the house that the people that yeah. owned Bruce Moore was their second house. Right, right. right. We swapped at, at house swap. Right. Um, so but when we brought it back, that house itself tells so many stories. I mean, it was added on when the, when the mortuary, when it became a mortuary, they added a third onto it and you can see the difference in the floor. Every, there's nails every inch on every board to keep mm. the squeaking down oh, on the floor. Wow. Sure. Um, we learned that when you pull the carpeting out of a mortuary, that formaldehyde smell goes Ooh. away. That's oh, of... interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, Shock. I bet it enhances it while the carpeting's coming up. Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh. And what was really funny, funny was that the people that did it were a nonprofit. Um, it was the volleyball team from Linmar, the high school <gasps> girls volleyball team, came and they ripped our carpeting out. Oh my gosh! What? And they're singing their cheers and they're singing right. their songs, and it was and, they and bizarrely the they came in last that year. Not exactly <laughs> yeah. sure why. Yeah, it was the off-putting of all the chemicals that they right. ingested. <laughs> but they were wearing masks even before masks were the thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, but we we adore that building, and you know, and everybody asks, is it haunted? And 
We have plenty of stories uh-huh. about that. Okay, oh. what do you know? No, I just, it was, there, it was, those when TCR were, was there, I heard stories of... Yeah, uh, those things. were going crazy mm-hmm. during uh, producers. Yeah. Rob Merritt will not go to the third floor. Uh, if well, Rob Merritt will no longer come to my house, too. So, <laughs> I mean... Um, and, 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 and some of the ex-employees of Turner. Now, the, tr- the truth of the matter is, is that uh, uh, we actually contacted a guy that has a degree, same as, um, as uh, the degree that the character that Bill Murray played in Ghostbusters. Oh, funny. Same degree. Sure. Oh, okay. But this is a legitimate Ghostbuster. And we said, hey, we're moving into a, uh, uh, a mortuary. Yeah. What are the chances it's haunted? And he said, it isn't. There's a hierarchy of haunting. Right. Okay. Ghosts, when they leave, they either go to the next ethereal mm-hmm. plane. Sure, sure. Or if they stay, it's to go where they felt the most loved or go where they had an unresolved conflict or where there was the most trauma. I mean, there was yes. this whole pyramid. Probably not a lot of that going on in, in the mortuary. So I tell you that story to tell you this story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, I had just taken the job as executive director, and I was actually standing on the stairs with my bow tie getting ready to be interviewed by the Gazette. They wanted to do a pre-story. Okay. And as they're rigging me up with the microphone, I'm not being recorded at this point, the, uh, the interviewer says, is the place haunted? And so I told her what I just told you. Right. Mm-hmm. But then the photographer said, Jason, um, didn't you say that two families lived in here before and I said, well, yes. And then she said something that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. She said, they're really glad you're moving in. Then she said something that sent a chill down my spine. She said, they really like it when you play the piano. Oh. She did, did not know that my degree is in keyboard. How did she know that? She did not know there was a piano in there. Oh. How did she know that? So immediately they interview me, and I am in my full Ralph Cramden of ham and ham and ham and ham. <laughs> so is the place haunted? I don't know. Um, the Sinclairs, Mrs. Sinclair, who mm-hmm. built Bruce Moore, sure. uh, she moved in because Bruce Moore got too big for her, so she wanted to go to a smaller place, but then her entire family moved in with her, <laughs> including her son and daughter-in-law, who had three kids, and the daughter-in-law, whose name was Elizabeth, Mm-hmm. Had a fourth child, and she died in childbirth in mm-hmm. that space. Wow! And mm-hmm. there are people, employees of mm-hmm. uh, employees that worked for the Turners and the and the Lingies, that swear that they have felt, seen, heard her presence. Mm-hmm. So, is the place haunted? I don't know. All I know is that they like my piano playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, in haunting, the word haunted implies something negative, and it's not right. necessarily. There may be. Some spiritual activity doesn't necessarily mean it's bad right. or negative. It's not poltergeist. Or, yeah. I mean, that's right. the, that's the what yeah. poltergeist means. Um, sure. Is yeah. that it's it's a mischievous ghost that moves yeah. up. No, this is she could be just wanting to take care of her kids. Who right. knows yeah. what it is? Yeah. Wow, we've gone on, we've completely gone yeah. off off, off oh. the topic, but that's and okay. Wherever you guys want to go. Speaking of taking care of kids, I think we need to toss it to our sponsor. Oh yeah, uh, good idea. So that they can help take care of kids. kids. What do you want to talk about with Lindsay Prince and Jason Alberti is brought to you by... I'm Alex Schulte. And I'm Jake Trumper. And this is the promo for our brand new podcast, One Word Stories. Where we take one word... Like fear. That's kind of dark. Or spaghetti. Well, I don't know if we're going to do an entire episode about spaghetti. Are you hooked yet? I hope so. Whoa. I just noticed that we keep speaking in unison. How do we stop? Oh, wow. 
It's still happening! Okay, what just happened? I don't know. It's like we've been spending way too much time together and we're starting to finish each other's... I quit. What? I just don't get it. What's not to get? So I just get one word and talk about it? Who cares? I care. Give me a word. Middle school. That's two words. You get the gist. Okay, one time in middle school, a girl hid in the bathroom during the school dance specifically so I wouldn't have to ask her to dance with me. Okay, I'm starting to understand why you didn't want to do this. One Word Stories. We're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Okay, okay I, I think, think that, that was, was a good take. take. Wait, Wait, no. Why does this keep happening? Hey, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, licensed realtor, and this is the Corridor Real Estate Podcast. Eastern Iowa's premier show for all things buying, selling, and investing as it relates to real estate. Every Thursday, we'll be talking with industry professionals, breaking down the data, and giving you the info you need to succeed in Iowa's real estate market. I, along with my trusty producer, Alex, that's me, will be covering everything you need to know so that anyone can become a Corridor real estate expert. New episodes of the Corridor Real Estate Podcast are published every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am a licensed realtor in the state of Iowa with Coldwell Banker Hedges Realty, operating out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on me and to get in touch, visit lasrealtor.com. The Corridor Real Estate Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, also in Cedar Rapids. For more information, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, gang, we just wanted to say hola to our listeners in South America. And guten tag, hola and hola, bienvenue and vous tu manger mon beignet to our listeners in Europe. That's pretty cool. You know, you can now contact us on the Facebook at What Do You Want to Talk About? And that's wanna with two N's. Together. W-A-N-N-A. Wanna. Totally. And please do contact us. You can ask us questions. Troll us about our personal hygiene. Seriously? Sure. Better yet, you can suggest topics for discussion. Ooh, like banana grandma. Yeah, or, or something general. Like relativity? Oh, okay. Now, back to the show. Thanks for hanging with us. We are talking with uh, Jason Wright, who uh, is in charge of the History Center, um, yeah. talking about uh, uh, the uh, uh, stuff. The building itself. The building, yeah. Which, honestly, what we just talked about, probably, I don't know how well that will... Uh, do for uh, my my question is why does one come to the history center what does one do at the history center why what what well it's a great building tell me why i come (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, and it's haunted just you know or whatever um well you can come for the building and it is spectacular i would come for the building but as i mentioned earlier uh the the organization changed one thing and that was everything yeah Mm -hmm. that included our programming and how we deliver programming. For example, uh, right now in the museum, we have the first touring exhibit, national touring exhibit that we've had. In, I can't, I've gone back. I can't find out the last time we had one. This is something that was created by a national museum, and it's going around everywhere, and it's all about prohibition. It's called Spirited. Oh, yeah, perfect timing, Whoa. right? Perfect timing. So it's all about the, the amendment and, and, yeah. and, and what it did to this country and 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 it's the mo- and I'm not a historian. I'm just the guy. I'm the professional panhandler. I raise the money for <laughs> But I've learned so many cool things in this exhibit. And members can get in for free. And future members in for seven bucks. It's a very affordable. Um, our hours on are on historycenter.org. So and, people and can go to that. Can you go to the historycenter.org to become a member? Oh, absolutely. Okay. As a matter of fact, there's a little button there that says membership. Perfect. 
click right on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a variety of, of levels. So if you have two people in the household, four people in the household, whatever. Oh, okay. So, um, so we've got that exhibit. But we're also nimble enough to deal with some of the current events. For example, uh, when uh, the, the George Floyd murder took place and the Black Lives Matter um, uh, uh, movement really surged, uh, we were contacted, I love this, the, that this community looks to the History Center to tell stories of what got us here in some ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got a call from James Klein over at Cedar Rapids Bank and Trust, a huge supporter of the History Center. Um, he said, Jason, I've heard that, that, that Iowa has been very forward-thinking in civil rights, civil liberties. And I said, uh, well, yeah, but not always. I said, mm-hmm. for Iowa, it's been in many ways three steps forward, two steps back. Mm-hmm. He said, what do you mean? I said, the best example I have is that Iowans proudly say that they gave women the right to vote. I can't remember how many years before. It was 14 or 17 years before we had suffrage. Mm -hmm. Now, that is true. We gave the women the right to vote much before the nation did. Mm -hmm. However, it was the right to vote for school boards and bond issues. Sure. So three steps forward, two steps back. Mm -hmm. And, and, and. So we very nimbly, with the gifted talent of our staff and curator, um, who you guys are, actually she's on a couple of these other, other podcasts, um, oh, Tara yeah. Templeman, um, created uh, Exhibiting Bias, Iowa's, uh, Iowa's relationship with civil liberties. And we told those stories, oh, point blank. great. So we pulled that out, and that had great leadership, uh, our, our, our visitorship. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually th- did it as a, uh, a video as well when, when the pandemic closed us down. But we are telling those kind of stories. It isn't all about, well, the, the, the beer caves were closed. And, you know, it isn't yeah. talking, um, exhibits that talk to what's going on right now historically in perspective. Yeah. And we weren't doing that before, and it's driving membership. You, and I also talked about pro- – go ahead. No, no. I, I, uh, yeah. I, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Hello, Mom. Yeah, I can pick that up. Yeah, what else? Okay, Brett, got it. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> Um, programming. Oh my gosh. Yes, your programming. Our programming is so weird and wacky because we don't do it. For example, okay. how many historical societies in this country throw a funeral for someone that's not quite dead yet? Well, that you do. You, yes, yeah. you got, you got us there. Yeah. I can't, I don't know very many historical societies across the. No, not for it. Not, his, fact, not historical societies. Definitely not. I, not historical societies. Yeah. No, a, a few mafias. Yes. But, um, yeah, I was, that's exactly but, where I was going. But we have indeed uh, this hugely successful, it sold out this last, last year, a fundraiser that's called um, Famous Last Words, where we roast someone that has, impacted our community quite a bit mm-hmm. we've done politicians steve shrivers was just recently <laughs> that was absolutely scream fest um uh this fun. this saturday this friday we are actually throwing a to to kind of brush up against prohibition we are throwing a speakeasy lawn party stop it it's, wait yep it's going to be out on our lawn our glorious lawn uh and we're going to have it, you you buy, buy your ticket, you get your drinks, you get two drinks with your drink ticket, then you get all the food you can eat, and we have hired circus performers, including contortionists, uh, sword eaters, fire eaters, oh, fire wow. jugglers. But the big headline is that Elizabeth Brown Presley, one of the greatest towns of our area, actually in this country, to be very frank, has created a specially designed show that's all 
all t- 1920s. Oh my gosh. But like um, some other organizations, she's taking current music and turning them into that 1920s flapper. Oh, very type of cool. Thing. That she could totally do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. going to be amazing. So it starts at seven, and oh. and, and it and is a fundraiser for us. That's this Friday. It's this Friday, the second of July. And how do this people? This Friday is the second of July. <laughs> Welcome. Halfway through summer. <laughs> Welcome oh to God. 2021. <laughs> oh my God, it's uh, flying. So are there tickets? Yeah, available? tickets are tickets are seventy five dollars. No. And Keep in on, mind, is that online at thehistorycenter.org it, it, as well? It is. Now, oh that may gosh. seem, it is a fundraiser for us, right. but you get, as I said, you get them, there's another band, you get Elizabeth, you get another band that's that's the warm-up band, you get all the entertainment, you get into the exhibit as well for all this, and so the price point, if you think about it, going out and spending $75 for yeah. a show and dinner and drinks, mm-hmm. it's well within what, what you normally So spend. are people encouraged to dress up like in 20s? Many Garb. people are are talking about yeah. doing it right now, and so yeah, absolutely. If you want to come in your flapper dress, in your flapper dress, and, and you guys are located on Second Avenue, Second Avenue and Eighth Street. So if you think about where the downtown um, fire department is, mm-hmm. yeah, we're right oh next door. Oh my gosh, that house is—I can't even imagine you doing it on the lawn of that gorgeous oh, house. Oh yeah, yeah, that's going to be a lot. Well, and of fun. you've got parking lot there too, so you've got like plenty a, of room. Yeah, there's tons of room. Yeah, and then I didn't realize it until yeah. I started thinking about it. And then because their executive director is such a cheap so-and-so, um, <laughs> we're doing a root beer fest the next day so we can take advantage of all the tents and things we have to put up. Oh, that's smart. Very smart. <laughs> root beer. Root beer, believe it or not, became the thing that breweries did when Prohibition sure, showed up. Sure. So the 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 uh, the speakeasy lawn party is mostly for twenty one and yeah, older, I was sure. say. and so for families the next day we're doing a root beer fest at one o'clock on Saturday the third of July. That will um, hope that people come from from the downtown farmers market. Oh yeah, and sample some root beer, and it's five dollars to get in. It's cheap, cheap, cheap to sample some root beer. We're going to have a root beer float contest. We're going to have lawn games, and they can get into the exhibit. No. So we've got that going on. And again, how many, and, and there was actually, $5 gets you into oh, all of that, including yeah. the exhibit. Yeah. We want to make family friendly. Well, we have a, mean, and actually we have um, sponsors for both John, John and Diane Smith uh, are sponsoring the, uh, uh, the lawn party. Extraordinary generous, not only to the history center. Mm-hmm. You can't find a nonprofit that they haven't lifted their, up at yeah. one time mm-hmm. or another. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, we have a, 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 actually an anonymous donor, a very generous lady that doesn't want anybody to know that she's giving this kind of money. Um, oh. <laughs> it's you, isn't it's it, me. Lindsay? It is Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sponsoring the, the Root Beer Fest, and that'll run from 1 to, one to 4 on, on that Saturday. That's and it's going to be just a blast for, for families to come out and do something. That's awesome. Well, so my, yeah. my kid has been doing these um, uh, summer camps, my oldest. Yes. yes. And they gave him... Uh, uh, sarsaparilla yes the other day and on the way home don't know why on the way home he thought he was drunk <gasps> off the sarsaparilla oh so was he doing the whole off the he thing? wasn't he wasn't slurring thank god because then i would have really known he <laughs> was just acting silly uh. um i gotta because i'm not you know, yeah. I, I don't come home slobbering. No. I wait until they're in bed and asleep. <laughs> uh, like a damn gentleman. Like a gentleman would do. <laughs> but I think he's got it off YouTube or something. I don't know oh, where he's yeah. where he's found that. But uh, yeah, if there is root beer there, man. Yep. And there were three right. root beer um, factories in Lynn County at one point during that time. So we thought, 
and there was well, there was one that was right where PCI landed right on Second oh, Avenue. Oh, really? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So we thought, let's celebrate root beer and bring bring the families out. So what what were the um, do you happen to remember the name of the original um, bottling company of the beer companies that of course not those I'm came from? I'm, you know, everybody thinks that I'm the history guy. I I have extraordinary staff that knows all this stuff. I mean, our, our curator, her knowledge. She's only been with us for a year and a half. Her knowledge is arguably the most broad and de- deep of anybody. Period. Wow. She has immersed herself. And who is that? Her name is Tara Templeman. Oh, you had mentioned her before. Yep. Yep. Just so close to Templeton. I know. So, and I, no. People keep saying so that. So close. People keep saying that about the, the exhibit. Su- suggest the changing of her name. Yeah, I bet that would bring in name. a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sure that would mean, would endear her to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you never know the, yeah. unless you ask. Of course. See? Of course. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing weird, different programming that sure we're still doing our 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 walking tours so sell out all the time as a matter of fact we've taken the cap off now because of pandemic restrictions those get 30 40 50 60 people oh the walking tours where you can yeah where you meet at a certain location around town and then somebody describes like the history you're standing in front of exactly okay and those are so popular and we have different different areas of town that we do we do that's very downtown we do uh uh across the river we do the um uh uh, Mansion Hill. We do. Um, Ooh, what's Auto Mansion Row. Hill? I, mean, I don't know what Mansion. I don't Hill know is. what Mansion Hill is. Okay, so when Mister Douglas built the <laughs> Douglas Mansion, I know this history. This is really cool because I sit in the, sit in his house. Um, he put it on the high spot in in Cedar Rapids so he could stay up from the river sure. for floods, but yeah. also look down onto his plant, which we all know now is Quaker Oats. Right. Okay. And then other mansions were built up around it. So a hundred years ago. There were, if you if you, you all know this Turner Mortuary, which is now known as the History Center, mm-hmm. there were not dozens, but hundreds probably of these big homes all surrounding it. Oh. Really? Do you know where, they're, where they are now? No. no. We can thank the Lincoln Highway. Oh. oh. Lincoln Highway ran up 2nd Avenue, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happened, they realized this is a prime place to put up a gas station, to put up mm-hmm. an auto repair uh, store, a, a, an auto, a, 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 oh. a car sales store mm-hmm. they took down big pretty houses they did and we have pictures of of this extraordinary neighborhood and they're all gone pretty much well some of them got moved yes mm, i don't I, know we have a friend who, yeah. who lives in a moved mansion right right that was down by i guess that was by st luke's wasn't it Maybe yeah that was further. but there's another one on um i think i think there's one uh on one of the on lindale I think that had mo- been moved, not Lindale. Oh, on, Linden? Uh, Linden. Yeah. That was a moved home as well. This yeah. town has been moving buildings since That's crazy. It began. That's crazy. And we have, we have such history in our archives about how many buildings have been moved. Mm-hmm. I mean, when the, when the Czech Museum moved, everybody thought, oh, oh this is unique. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you know how that started? No. As a joke. To move it? Yeah. Like the idea to move it. Well, I could see where that, that would make sense because it would so have was, to be a joke to right. begin with. I was, right. working for, I, was working for the, I was working for the Czech Museum, and I was VP of development, which means I, I was suddenly told I had to raise $25 million to move this building. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean to, to, no, to add to this building. This oh. is before the flood. Oh. And we couldn't figure out a good way to do it. We didn't want to put something on top of it because it didn't look right. right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't cantilever over the river. That looked really awkward. Uh-huh. So we finally settled, and I mean really settled, on an L-shape addition. Hmm. And as we're standing there, I'm standing with a guy from Rindernicht. Yeah. As we're showing it to the community. This was our, hey, this is our great new plan. This is what we're going to do. Sure. 
And this was actually four days before the flood. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> no, it was not. It was. We didn't know it was coming. And, well, no. But we're having this big reveal to the community. And I'm standing there next to this picture. And I said, I told him how it, this is really not, this was the best compromise, I said. And he said, a lot of construction is compromised. Mm-hmm. I said, and I quote, what would it take to move this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought he would laugh. Yeah. Sure. And he turned to me and he said, we can move it. And I then said, you are fecaling me. <laughs> That's my new phrase. Uh, fecaling me. <laughs> don't fecal me. I don't so know, I'm not so he, he said, indeed, he said, we might have to cut it in half, but we, we can easily move this. We've moved bigger things. Uh, okay, yeah. now fast forward. That next Friday, yes. the 13th, the, the building was eight feet in toxic yes. mud. Yeah. Yes. So when the, when the mud went away, the good news was that the building was in perfect condition. It was bleached. It could be anything mm-hmm. except for a museum. And the reason being is that we were known for our exhibits coming from all over the world. Mm-hmm. No one would loan us anything. Oh, sure. And our insurance company would not pay for it again. Oh, of yeah. course. That all so, makes sense. Yeah. So it goes in front of the board of what are we going to do with this building? Yeah. And the, um, the board was actually meeting at WFLA offices. And Jim Wolf was the president of WFLA at that point, And he was on the, the Czech Museum board. And... I threw out the idea we could turn it into a pavilion and just have it as a, and yeah. build another building. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else, um, there was all sorts of ideas. Turn it into a beer garden and rent it to people. Oh. Uh, um, uh, rent it to someone to turn it into a for-profit and we'd build another building. And um, Jim Wolf said in this board meeting, do you think we could move this? And everybody laughed. My joke finally got a, got, <laughs> like, oh, got the he, laugh. He tells it, he gets a laugh. <laughs> and then I raised my hand, and and Gary Rozak, who was board chair at the time, said, "Jason, you have something to say?" I said, "Yes." I said, I, "I I spoke to this guy from Internet. We can move it." So what I started out as a joke became reality. Yeah. And then we checked with the moving guys, and to tear that building down, the where where it's at, and move it to the dumps, dumps, right. dump, and then put up a new building about that same size, just a barn. Mm-hmm. Was going to be about three point two million Oy. to move the Czech Museum over to where it is now. Seven hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. That is incredible. Oh my god! You don't have to be Rockefeller to know. Hey, that's the deal, yeah. right? So not only did we get a great deal, we were able to preserve that building and put it in a position that it is able to serve the public so much better. Yes, and it all started with a joke. Isn't that's that incredible. Crazy. You know, I love it. Speaking of moving. Uh, I think we're getting close to our to our yeah. end time. Oh my gosh! I know, I know, I, I know. You got a you got a hard uh, uh, a hard out here because you've yeah. got you got money to make, people to see, yeah. things to do. Yeah, check uh, your checkbooks. Make sure I haven't taken them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so, just to recap, yes, uh, we got um, the nineteen uh, twenties thing going on Friday. Yep, that's uh, so cool. And uh, you can get tickets to that on uh, thehistorycenter.org. That's it. Uh, you can also become a member at the same place. Absolutely. And uh, you can get tickets for that for the root beer thing as well. Can you can you just bring a couple of $5 bills and we just will walk take, in? We'll take Saturday? bills. We'll take poultry. We'll take okay. whatever you got. Poultry. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, the Shores building uh, <gasps> at some point because one of my favorite things there was a photograph of very serious men in lab coats holding chickens. Mm-hmm. With a sign that said the Corn King College of Poultry Knowledge. I just 
dead silence. Just yeah. wanted, just wanted wow. to toss that wow. out there. Wait, toss that in at the eleventh hour. They were sexting chickens. I just I want to leave that image to you. Talk about getting clucked. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I just um, just wanted to put my finger on that at the end of the show. Um, thank you yeah. so, so much this for coming out This has been my today. pleasure. I'm so glad to do this. I could I, I, I could talk I, to you for hours. Right. We. I, I was listening too much. Or good. I that, mean, listening well, in a good way. Sure. Like, I didn't talk a lot. That's good. Yeah. I shut up and listened. You were, it was so fascinating. That was absolutely I, I, fascinating. Now I want to go. I, you know, I had questions about Osgood Shepherd. Oh, yes. what a crook. Uh, what I a great had, guy. I had questions about, about, about uh, why so many fairies? Yes. Wh- which one was better? Was Blair's fairy better? Right. Or was Usher's fairy better? Did they both sink? Why yeah. that, why that fight? Was there a fairy They weren't battle? even, they the, weren't even legitimately fairies. Oh, see, now. I, from what I've heard. You're Gosh, breaking my just, heart, Jason. Yeah, they're they're made up. I mean, Usher's Ferry is not a. I mean, those some of those homes are le- legitimately old, but they've been moved. Buildings were moved there. So. There was never an Usher's Ugh, Ferry. Breaking oh, please, my what? heart. That's like telling me there's no Santa Claus. Well, uh, uh, well Alex will edit Claus. that out. There is because we're just going to break people's hearts with that. Right. Um, but I wanted to thank you again. Yes, thank you so much. This has been a treat. Thank you. I've been I've been just having a ball. I uh, really appreciate. Well, it. I hope so. And have a blast this week. It sounds oh, like you got a lot of fun stuff. Coming and a out. very busy weekend. Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. We're yeah. gonna the staff is all going to have a collapse. Yes. but it's going to be a good collapse because we're going to have have been doing such great things that the community are going to just absolutely adore. Absolutely. And root beer, I think, might be a good hangover cure for oh, the yeah. speakeasy. That's why you do you do the speakeasy, then you get your kids the next day. You haul them to the farmers market and you walk up the street and you get them. Root beer. Absolutely. It's medicinal. It's <laughs> right? Medicinal. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Thank you so much. This has been fun. We need to do this again. I think we need to have company more often. Absolutely, because you know what? <laughs> I'm just getting bored with you. Oh, I, <laughs> honey. Yeah, a lot of love in the room right now. <laughs> I can't imagine some that excitement. ever happening. <laughs> so, hey, thanks, thanks to all you out there for yeah. listening to us. Yeah, and Jason. Yeah, and yes, and that and would be Jason. that would right. be all all, listening to that Jason. all Jasons. Yeah. yeah. All right, have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye bye.